All right, guys, listen up. Okay. We're going live to tape in five, four, three, two. The Cola Promotion presents the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring El Gran Tommy Martinez and Mr. Adam Tate, executive producer Shay Big Bubba Martinez. And now, here's the greatest podcast, according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast! <laughs> Excellent! I like it. <laughs> welcome and welcome to the Time and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 25, Adam. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother, and the humblest guy that I know on planet Earth. El Planeta Tierra. Mm. Mr. Adam Tate. What is going on, Adam? Tommy, I can only do it if I play this little piece. Adam, play it! No, 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 you had to be a big shot. I, so I, yeah, I, I sense a theme here, Tommy. <laughs> I sense a theme. If you're wondering, I've been shot. <laughs> Finally, I've been shot. Man, you must have been reading my mind. Why? Because mask mandates are being lifted. Thank God. Restaurants are calling back their employees. Love it. The Cotillion has announced two shows, brother, or three. Oh, really? What are, what have they put on um, the slate? Um, one is going to be oh the country show. There's something with like uh, some country dude, I believe. One's going to be a, the, pa- a pair of people. The guys from yeah. Slipknot are coming. I think, what? I think two Who? of them are. What two guys? Yeah, two guys from Slipknot are coming. Corey Taylor. Corey and, Taylor's coming. I believe so. Yeah. Yep. CMFT. Corey motherfucking Taylor? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? I think so, yeah. Let me, Dude, let me I gotta check. go. Let me check. It's gonna be in June sometime, so yeah. I've, I've figured out that I really like that guy. You did? This is excellent. He had, a, he had a solo album that he put out, I think it was last year, CMFT, with uh, songs that he'd constructed as teenager up until now, like over the span of his life, just stuff that he's put together. And then he's got like, of course, the Slipknot numbers, and he's got the other band. Oh my God, this is this is big news. Yeah, actually, the first show here, Adam says, April sixteenth, Tech Nine. Oh, Tech Nine. Yeah, he'll be yeah, here. Yeah, he'll be shot. He'll shot, be shot, 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 shot. And also, some dude called Colby Cooper. I guess he's the uh, country dude that you were talking about. Actually, Probably. there's two or three before Corey and Corey Taylor, June eighteenth. Man, oh, I gotta go That's see that. Yeah, Father, Ooh, there's something Father, on the, Father's Day. Yeah, something on the schedule. Hopefully, uh, I won't be in uh, Puerto Rico. <laughs> I plan on being in Puerto Rico this year. I don't know when right now. We're trying to do it, but yeah, uh, smells like Nirvana tribute. That'll be in August. Okay, Queen tribute October, and then the Napoleon Dynamite rescheduled deal is gonna be. October, so the Cotillion has, uh, you know, openly announced, dude. So you're, I think that's not bad at all. Also, this week, dude, mm-hmm. 
If uh, you're done with your shots, I got I got one shot. Oh, okay. So you, you I need get, a double shot. You didn't get the Johnson. <laughs> you didn't get the double Johnson. I didn't, I didn't get the Johnson shot. <laughs> that that Johnson shot is so good. It's only one. It's only one. You only need one. You don't get a double Johnson. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't know what I got, but I got to get two oh, of them. Good. Yeah, I'll, I got my second one this week, too. So, yeah. Oh, so you're going to be fully vacked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to California. You know that, dude. Yeah. Just like the Zeppelin song, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what's coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this week also, the mighty Aaron Epp, dude. Oh, what's the news on Aaron? Epp? Check this out, man. He played this killer guitar solo. But for you, for at, at your practice, yeah, yeah, he went. He, to, he showed showed you this he, killer. He solo. Uh, he went to the studio mm-hmm. to lay down to lay down a track. Oh, that's you what know, musicians do. He went there. He played it for me. Okay, and it was. And he told me. He says, "Ah, man, it felt so good. It was the right thing. It was at the moment." Bam, out it came. And I'm like, mm, do you mind playing it for me? <laughs> you know, I just wanted to hear it. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? And, ah, uh, oh, my man. Because what I had, what I took this week was that uh, Adam West's Batman song. <laughs> that, 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 that was That's, that's that, what you worked out? That was like, that's what I worked out. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, you desired it for me on my birthday. I know. You know? Well, it's, it's, I had to do the full job. You know? It's what right you up your alley. It's like, that's, that's your new song. That's my thing. <laughs> well, that's my song before last week. Though. Anyway, right, right. But, uh that's actually a movie. I don't know if you've seen it. If you get a chance, check it out. It's uh, called Adam West is Batman. Great movie. Is it? Uh, yes, nerdum uh, galore. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, he played it for me, dude. And we played it for me. It just gave me this crazy, insane Jones to go back to live shows. Hmm. You know, it was one of those. It was one of those that sonic combination of everything coming together. Then comes Aaron's uh, solo. And it just it transported me back to you know when you're in the show and the lights are down and the guy's gonna go into the solo and you just could hear him and they come out with that crisp clarity as the light is hitting him on the stage mm-hmm. and you're just like immersed in that solo for the moment. Hmm. And that's what the kind of feeling it gave me. Wow, it was pretty cool. I just wanted to did share. You, did you convey I, that uh, uh, to him that you had been transported by his uh, art? <laughs> no, I thought about this later. <laughs> He said, "That's all. That's all right, dog. That's, that's okay." <laughs> My man. Hey, Joe. What do we got here, Adam? Sounds like old Jimi Hendrix with you "Hey got Joe." It, baby. Good morning again, Adam. Good morning. Today is March the 27th, baby. Yeah, well, you know it is all day. And uh, let me take this down real quick. Let me take it down, baby. <laughs> the grooviness. <laughs> Today's March the 27th, and his national guess what day? <laughs> March 27th. Uh, we're listening to Jimi Hendrix, Hey Joe, uh, National uh, Narcotics Day. <laughs> It's National Joe Day. Joe Day. There's yeah, a day for Joe. There's a day for Joe. Don't you? Why do you always seem so surprised? I, on because these national I, days. Because these days become more ridiculous the more <laughs> we go on. How can it be ridiculous when we just played "Hey Joe" by Jimi Hendrix? Come on. Is it dedicated to that song? <laughs> for for the effects of the time and Adam Hart's name podcast available on Spotify, Apple iTunes app. And the rest of the Himalaya and the cast box and everybody else. So now let me let me posit this: that they have a thing where you go into, uh, say, your local donut shop or something, right? 
you show them your ID, and you are Joe Smith. You get a free donut and a coffee because you, it's Joe Day. You think so? It's Joe Day. <laughs> no, <laughs> is that not how I, it works? I think you're stretching it on this one. I haven't. What? I haven't been through this entire what, national what day. What good? Thing. What good could it be if it's if you're Joe? And you have a national day, so you have to get some benefit out of your national day when you be observed. Okay, well, okay. So with this, and on that note, here we go. Oh, <laughs> take it from here. National Joe Day. Yes, um, yes. Encourages everyone to enjoy a cup of Joe. Oh, that Joe. <laughs> Hold up. Mm. I haven't. Uh, I haven't finished. Shit. With all your friends named Joe, mm. Joey, Joseph, and Josephine. Jodette, Jody, Joanna, Jody, and any other variant of the name Joe. So, a cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. With Joe. With a Joe. Hey, Joe. (laughs) According to the Social Security Administration, the name Joseph was ranked number sixth from 1893 to 1899 behind John, William, James, George, and Charles. So, for that six year period, it was number six? In the 1800s. <laughs> and it gets his own national day. <laughs> what, okay. what can I tell you? I I, I that's, just, that's just I, the weirdest stat I, I've ever heard. I told, didn't I tell you it was going to suck before we started the, the podcast? I, I thought maybe it was like, currently it's number 43 and falling. <laughs> it, it's already peaked on the chart. Uh, it, it did, just to let you know that in 1910, it did move up to number five. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. I had no idea. Uh, from 1911 to 2005, Adam, it ranked number 12. Okay. Or lower. So, you okay. know. It's trying to get back to the top 10. All so right. Gonna, so, but, you know, it. again, there are some famous Joes that we would be. Uh, remiss. We would be remiss. Yes. Okay? Yes. If we don't mention them. Okay. Okay. Are and, you going to list them? And they fill so many roles, too. So oh. there's different Joes for different things. Okay. Are you with me so far? Different Joes. Let's just plow through the, things. There's Let's the just, J-O Joe, yeah, yeah. and there's the J-O-E Joe. <laughs> Let's just plow this oh. as fast as we can. Yeah, plow it. <laughs> just check out the variety and what they wear. In other words, what does they do? Okay. American football player and coach. Okay. Come on. Coach. That's what it says uh, here. I was going to say Joe Montana. There you go. That's what He's it says. He's a coach? That's what it says here. Who's he coaching? Maybe he was one of those peewee football coaches. Oh, I don't know. okay. Could Joe Montana? That, yeah, sure. You know, great one. You know, comedian, musician, and actor. Um, Joe. Joe Don Baker. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> He's an actor. Joe Pesci. Uh, what? He's a comedian, too? That's what it says here. <laughs> I was wondering. It said here, musician. I musician? All right. You're trying to throw me off. Singer, songwriter. Um, musician. Joe Bonamassa. We saw him in concert. Yeah. yeah exactly. Also, Joey Ramone. Okay, okay, Joey. Joey and Joe Bonamassa and Joey Ramone. Okay. Sure. Actress. Um, she kept the lamb silent. There was uh, Joe from The Facts of Life. Oh, yeah. She was the tough yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe. Yeah, yeah, but this one Nancy kept McKean, this one. This one kept the uh, well. The fictional character was Joe. Fictional character was Joe. Yeah, but uh, this one kept the lamb silent, dude. Come uh, on, the lamb silent. Oh, the- oh, oh, Jody, Jody, Jody Foster. There you go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baseball player and banged Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh, that's uh, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. There you go right there. Boxer. Joe Lewis. There's one. 
Oh, there's more? Joe. Joe. Don't know. Don't the, know Joe. Joe, the guy who played on Cheers, then had the show that later he went to Seattle. You, Joe. What? Joe. Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> <laughs> he went to Seattle. He played on Cheers. Joe Frazier. Oh, on. Joe Frazier. <laughs> he played on Cheers. <laughs> he played on Cheers. He played on Cheers. Exactly. Kelsey yeah. Grammer. Yeah. Played on Cheers, and, and well, then he went to Seattle and was Frazier in Seattle. There he goes. So it was Joe <laughs> Frazier. Come on, guys. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, my God. This is going to be a long podcast. Man, just this $1,000 pyramid is difficult. One of our favorites. Okay. We've mentioned him many times here in the show. Also musician. Mm. Also a guitar player. Joe Satriani. Close. Close. Okay. Joe, not Joe Satriani. More famous. Goes More back. Famous back. Goes, plays with the group that is the symbol of our nation. Oh, and Joe Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> he is one of our favorites. Come on, Dagnap and Jack. There's some good Joes. <laughs> and I brought up some other Joes that are okay. That's what I'm talking about. As long as you do that, we're good to go. <laughs> Today is also National Scribble Day as as well. Oh, really? So, yeah, a so lot of fun. Now, how do you observe the National uh, Joe Day? Well, they told you that you need to drink coffee. Right. Since that's our Joe. You snap a selfie. With a Joe. You, yeah, with a Joe. Drinking Joe. <laughs> and you hashtag it <laughs> Hashtag National Joe Day And you got it baby Where's your Joe? <laughs> Ooh, I thought we'd never get past that <laughs> I know I didn't know it was going to start with a quiz <laughs> Great song, set that, set that the second <laughs> Tommy, this is Iron Maiden live is, baby. Run to the hills I love that song. Yes. It is excellent. It's my song as well. <laughs> you have at least 1,500 songs, at least. <laughs> have you looked at my uh, my podcast? My, my, what is it? My thing? You, you keep having to getting, like, you have a one terabyte drive, and then you have to get, like, oh, I need a three terabyte drive because I'm getting more songs. I'm down to 15 terabyte now. <laughs> oh, okay. With electricity. <laughs> Operated. I always remember when I play when I hear this song. Yes. I always remember. Remember the guy that were like the old couple that were on the floor, mm-hmm. and they were you know yes they were long hair really yeah. extreme you know their hair was was past gray it was, it was you know super white translucent yes mm-hmm. I always remember those guys every single time I don't know why I don't know why I don't remember cowboys and Indians but I remember these guys. <laughs> <laughs> or is it cowboys and natives? I don't know what's going on. I don't there. know. Maybe. Yeah. So, but that's what I remember. What, that Oklahoma City show that you and I went to. What a great show that was. It was fantastic. Yeah. So I the only time that, I've I've ever seen them. So it was really special man, for me. Man, this is so awesome. Yes. Anyway, yes. Nineteen seventy-three, Adam. Mm. What happened then? Today in history, and this is taken off of history.com. Good. March the 27th, mm. 1973, Adam. Okay. What awesome movie came out at the beginning of the 70s that was about mafia and it was about killing people and it was about family? The Godfather. The Godfather, Adam. Mm-hmm. You're on it, dude. With the hints, you're on it. Yeah. There's, there's not a lot of... Uh, if, if I just remain, uh, if I just remain silent uh, long enough, the hints will keep hitting me in the head <laughs> and it'll jar something loose. Actor Marlon Brando, dude, mm-hmm. declined... 
the Academy Award for Best Actor for his career-reviving performance in The Godfather. That's right. Um, did he have... Oh, what I thought he did have somebody go up and receive his award for him. Somebody went up and spoke for him, perhaps a Native American or something. You that are. went to the stage and said something on his behalf. You are a popular culture savant. Oh, am I? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what, what does history can, tell us about You can this? imagine if you read. If you read, it would be something. Oh, my gosh. It would, you would be up there. You'd be like in Stephen Hawkins. Or is, I, it, or is it Taylor Hawkins? I don't know which one. It if is. I put too much more information in there, I'd push other information out. So. <laughs> like your name and your address. Yeah. Your social security. Where do I go? <laughs> I need a GPS. <laughs> Native American actress. Okay. Shasheen Littlefeather. Uh-huh. Attended the ceremony in Brando's place. Okay. Stating that the actor very regretfully could not accept the award. Okay. Did she explain why? Yes. Okay, good. As he was protesting Hollywood's portrayal of Native Americans in film and anything that had to do with that medium. Hmm. Really? Uh-huh. So how long had he held this view? How, how, when did this become relevant in his life? That's had, a good answer. Had, had, had he that, ever done like a Western, Western pictures or anything mm, in I his early career? I honestly only know him for, what is it, for the... Uh, streetcar Named Desire. Streetcar Named Stella. Yes. And this, and The Godfather. And this. Oh, and excuse me for Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. Those are the three that I know him for the, the Freshman, uh, where he kind of reprised the role as the mafia guy with Matthew Broderick later oh, on. Oh, yeah? He was in that? Yeah. And, uh, Never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But I, I don't know. I, I, I was wondering why he has this had this view. I do or not, where it come from. I do not know why he was. You know, hmm. have no idea why he went into in that direction. He probably has so. a good point. But hmm. so had he never received an award up until that time? I don't know for they, all of his years of work. I don't know because it was. I what I understand about Marlon Brando is as he went. You know, further and further in his career, further and further in age, he became a little wacky. Sure, is what I understood. I mean, I don't know the whole the whole thing about it. I don't know at what point. I don't know if he had you know been in those spaghetti westerns or whatever know. it may be. You know, but you know, I mean, it wasn't just it wasn't only the Native Americans that were portrayed uh, in a negative fashion in these in these uh, westerns. Mexicans were sure. so were uh, Asian Americans. Hmm. So that's so I don't know. I mean, why did he pick them? I don't know, dude. I have no idea. Great movie, man. You know, he should have celebrated that. If it would have been me, you know, I would have celebrated it to the max. That was that is one of my top movies. But I guess back then, you know, the Oscars were like a really, really big deal. And I guess you have a platform, and if you feel strongly about something, you can make like a big statement. And now it ends up. On the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast as part of our history. Isn't segment. that something, man? So it has reverberations all the way up until yeah, 2021. So. Uh, what is it? ACDC's singer told Bob Geldof and, uh, <laughs> and Bono? <laughs> Bono. <laughs> Entertain us, mate. <laughs> you, you can go. You can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> Adam, this is madness, baby. It is. And our house. I love this song. You do? I do, man. I really do. The minute I read this. This is a disco song, isn't it? Uh, no. It, it sounds disco It's, it's a ska song. Oh, okay. 
That's what that. That's what the genre is. What defines it as a ska song? I really don't know. Something in the timing or something. It could be. I really haven't looked into it. I know a lot of it has to do with the jazzy. Has to do with the beat. The composition of it. So I really don't know. And it's the number of instruments that get to play. There's some horns and. Mm, okay, we need more pieces. So yeah. Okay. Timing is almost the same through the whole thing. I don't know. I mean, just okay. me. But right. yes. So madness. Our house. Nineteen thirty-nine. Okay. There happened? was houses. There was. Sure there they, was houses and madness. I'm back sure they in had houses. Sure. Definitely. The University of Oregon defeated Ohio State University forty-six to thirty-three on March twenty-seventh, nineteen thirty-nine. And one, go ahead, you could stop me at any time, <laughs> the first ever NCAA men's basketball tournament, oh. baby. March Madness, okay, so get it? Oregon. Madness play. Or- Do you get it? Madness I play. I see what you're, you're doing. Do you I see, see those what worlds colliding? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to go into their house and beat them in their house. No, no it was Madness. It's not it. It's the madness, madness part. in their house, yes. Oh, my goodness. There was Madness. Oregon was the yeah. first winner of the actual NCAA tournament. Yes, that is according to today, today history slash uh, sports. I think before that... The NIT tournament, the National Invitational Tournament, it it has a longer history. I think it, w- it determined like the national champion before that. Like there was the there was the season ending tournament. They do still tell. have a, they still have the NIT tournament, but it's like a do tell a lower level. The NIT was this week. Are they still playing the NIT? I believe so. And I'm not 100 percent sure because I was at uh, what's the Australian joint for dinner uh, Outback. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, for, I forgot. I forgot it for a minute. Yeah, you were at the Outback. I was at the Outback, and okay. I looked up at the TVs. And I go to the Outback because they do have TVs and stuff, but they're not blasting. You like their bush bread? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and their kookamonga. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right. And, and they're blooming onions. I like anything blooming too. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, but I saw it. It said NIT, you know, for oh, the TV. Okay. So, so. I, did, I didn't know that the, that tournament was actually yes, still going it on. Was going, it was going and going in. It was going and going large, evidently. Hmm. So I didn't see any spectators and things like that. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if all these are mask mandates or on those areas where. I, I heard they've had, like, there was one incident in the NCAA tournament where a team had a positive or a near positive or something. Was it that, KU? Like, like that team. Had to, was I, guess, it, I guess it was forfeit. Was it KU? Was it KU? No, it wasn't KU. KU showed up, but barely showed up for their game, and they got beat by like, I don't know, 35 points or something like that by USC, I believe. March Madness. Yeah, do it you, is maddening. Do, uh, do, you, do you participate in, ma- in March Madness? No, I don't. So usually, you do the brackets. And usually, stuff like I that? fill out a bracket. But I know just for your just, own... just from looking at no usually there's like a pool or something at, at the, with the few guys from work. But uh, this year I had no clue what was going on. Everything was totally different. Uh, you know, teams have played so f- much fewer games than they usually do, and one team have played like 27 games, another team played like 15 games, and they're still getting into the tournament or whatever because of COVID things. But and I, money. But yeah, but. There's so many upsets in this tournament. I'm glad I didn't fill out a bracket because I, there's so many low-seeded teams that are beating the favorites. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Did, it's, uh, it's a bloodbath. I, w- I will tell you right now, I'm going to embarrassly ask this question. 
Do you, think, the, do you think I have the answer? Did the Shockers go to the tournament? They, this year? they <laughs> well, okay. Technically, they went to the tournament, but they had to play one of the first four play-in games. It's not really a play-in game. They say you're in the tournament, but you play. Uh, there are four games that get to see the last four teams that actually make it into the 64-team bracket. So you're not they, worthy yet. They Is that lost correct? their game to get into technically the second round, but it's really the so. Technically, they made it, but they lost, and they okay. didn't. Act, and they didn't actually get into the field of sixty-four. So, whatever that means. Oh wow, that's crazy. Anyway, yeah. By two thousand and five, Adam, college basketball has become the most popular sporting event among gamblers. The most popular, more than uh, the Super amongst Bowl. Amongst after the uh-huh. Super Bowl. Now, let me think. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 the majority of that betting takes place at tournament time mm-hmm. when Las Vegas, the internet, the office pools around the country see action from sports ent- enthusiasts and once a year gamblers alike. So another per- there's other pe- they're like the people who do the brackets. I guess they would be the once a year gamblers. And I'll tell you what else is popular for that first weekend when you have uh, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You have games all day. From morning until in the middle of the night, because you have East Coast, West Coast games, all that stuff on a normal tournament, right? But the most popular thing for that first weekend is for men to schedule their vasectomy <laughs> right before that. That's because, awesome. Because That's then awesome. you get like your three or four days off of work or right, whatever right, after right. that. You're at home with a bag of peas on your groin, <laughs> cooling down the area, just watching basketball all day long. <laughs> What a segue (laughs) from peas on your penis. Peas to rocks. (laughs) Oh, shit. Give us a room with a view of the beautiful Rhine. Tommy, we're playing the king right now. Wow, is that a first? That is Elvis. G.I. Blue. Is that a first? Oh, he has to have been played sometime in the last year. The Jordan Ears Adam. Yeah. Yeah. The king of rock and roll, Elvis, man. That's right. 1958, Adam. Okay. (laughs) March the 24th, 1958. Okay. And uh, today in rock history is brought to you by history.com, thisdayinmusic.com, okay. songfacts.com slash history. <laughs> Man, <laughs> we're loading up. <laughs> Elvis Presley was finally inducted mm-hmm. into the U.S. Army, Adam, okay. starting his day as the king of rock and roll and ending it as... Lowly private. Private, private Presley? <laughs> Elvis Aaron Presley. Oh, man. <laughs> Lowly private, my ass. So he went through the whole thing, right? He had the, the basic training. Yeah. 
Was he, he, was he a quartermaster? Is that what he was? I believe so, yeah. And then he a, went and served in Germany, I believe, yeah, for a while. Uh, Colonel Tom Parker, the genius manager that this guy was, right? Yeah. Made sure that to have a photographer at Graceland that morning, dude. Absolutely. At 6 a.m. Absolutely. <laughs> and by 6.35, that sucker was at whatever the hell that was called back then, but what we would call today MEPS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Down in Memphis to do mm. his thing. Yeah, you, you had to get all that. Uh, locked in. Can you imagine if you were in basic training and your bunkmate happened to be the king of rock and roll? <laughs> you know, you know, Martinez, Presley, maybe, maybe you guys are right next to each other. It's like, oh, you're my battle buddy. Now, the next day he received, man, his regulation uh-huh. uniform and his haircut, man. Now, did they did they take him all the way down to skin like they normally do, or did he get special favors, special it consideration? Said it was uh, short in the back, the sides were cut. Yeah, sides. by an army barber called uh, James Peterson. Now that doesn't sound like he got the whole deal. <laughs> he got got the the. Yank. He was also making a whopping seventy-eight bucks a month. <laughs> a month. Wow. <laughs> I got a cool Elvis story for you, man. Oh, I want to hear it. I was working at the National Archives in St. Louis. This is before they moved them to whatever cave they're stuck in now. Okay. I was working at the recruiting command at the time. And anyway, we would pull records for people that were uh, prior services to try to come back into the Army. We'd, we'd do this, you know, it was this job. It's kind of a liaison job between our headquarters and the National Archives because that's where everybody's records ends up okay. at the National Archives from all these transition points all across the world. So everything ends up in St. Louis at these National Archives yes. at that time? For the Army, yes. Okay. These specific records, all Army, Navy, Marines, I think Merchant Marines. Anyway, long story short is uh, we made contacts with these people that work there. Great people, by the way. Okay. You know, some were a little bit out there, you know. Some were, you know, super... Uh, High strung, you know, different, you know, you can imagine, you know, all kinds of people working there. And there was this one dude. Were they, were they service members? No, no, these were all civilians. Civilians, yeah. So, you know, you, and you make friends with them, you know what I'm saying? When the recruiting command, you, you take them, uh, you know, you bring them cups and t shirts and stuff Hmm. like that because those people know where these records are. If you go to, if you just go to find them, you know, however or however they're supposed to be uh, warehoused, you're never going to find them. Oh, (laughs) has to be, you got to go through Mildred and her special filing system. Yeah, exactly. Mildred. That's been working there for 30 years. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, she started working there. She's she got was, her she's got her system. Yeah, she was working there for since high school. You, you can't know? get a, you can't get rid of me. You're never gonna find yeah, anything. Exactly. You know, <laughs> underpaid. They're just there for the health insurance. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Anyway, there was this one wacky kind of guy. He was he was a little, you know, he was kind of one of those guys that uh you know who I compared him to uh, what was the what was the Les Nesman, the guy from, from uh, WKRP. <laughs> he, he, he was somebody like he looked imagine that guy, he was the one working there. Okay. And he says to me, you know, and I, and I made friends with this guy, you know, anything that we needed that we couldn't find, he'd help us. And there was another, there was other, another couple of dudes there that we knew. But this guy in specific, in specific got, you know, friendly. You know what I'm saying? He, he would come by the uh, our office, you know, always, always, you know, on some kind of hustle looking for a cup or something, you know, yeah. one of those coffee cups or whatever. So okay. one day I'm up there and he says, you want to see something really cool? And I said, well, you know, sure. it's, it's, I'm like, in here is a special vault. We have all the celebrities records here. Oh, and I could show you Elvis Presley's record, and I went into a complete panic because you know because why are you going to panic? No, nah, not because you don't know I mean there's cameras there. You thought there was this. like surveillance? Was yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna catch this guy. That's what I immediately thought. I'm oh. no, no, no. I'm gonna. I could have seen Elvis. You could have seen. Could have seen it. Yeah. What do you mean? I you didn't seen, do it. I could have. No, I didn't. Do oh it. my I god. Do it. I do it. So there's a special section. 
that has, for celebrities. Yes, yes. So like you were mentioning Johnny Cash as a signalman or whatever. Yep. Was yep. he in the army? Yep. yep. Uh, 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 anybody that that has something to do with some kind of a celebrity, be it acting, be it uh, in the political arena, be it anything that that makes this person. It could be uh, what is it? Uh, when they're notorious, they're like you know. Uh, uh, oh, the the infamous guys, like so infamous uh, as well, yeah. Okay, like so, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald with his stuff. Beat, well, I guess he was a Marine or something. Yeah, well, he's, still, he's still a service. <laughs> still, still in he's, there. He's still a service. Um, wow, or was? So, yeah. what, what what information could you have gleaned from this? Like his blood type? I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, well, his service number is right here on the Rock Story. It was, oh. It's five three three ten seven six one. I guess you didn't, so, have, to, you didn't uh, have to bust into a yeah, vault to get that. I didn't have to bust into the vault to get it. Elvis Presley had the army. <laughs> what a lame ass story. So let's go into some Led Zeppelin, baby. <laughs> the Rover. <laughs> 1975, Adam. Yeah, it is. Woo, this is a deep cut, baby. Mm, is it? See, I guess I have different thoughts on uh, Zeppelin deep cuts. I think if they're my primary cuts. If you if you listen to Zeppelin as much as you do, there is no deep cuts for you. Yeah, you you'd look at the you know the bag of giblets at the bottom of the of the bird. You say, I said no no no, that's the good stuff. Save that for me. <laughs> Adam, you know what this is off of, right, baby? Tell this me. This is off of physical graffiti. You got it, and that album hit number one, mm. March the twenty second, nineteen seventy five. Adam. Absolutely. And they enjoyed a six-week run at that spot, baby. Well deserved. And that was on the Classic US. Album. And that was on the US album chart, man. Mm-hmm. The group's what? Number what? <laughs> what? The, their fourth album. Before, album. Their fourth album That's to make number it, one? Yes, what it says here. Yes. To make number one, yes. I, I believe that. Yeah. That in the US. Right. Yep. And on this uh on this first day of release in the US, the album shipped. A million copies, Adam. Mm. No other album in the history of in the history of Atlantic Records okay. had generated so many sales. Physical graffiti has now been certified. Go ahead and tell me how many oh, times. Oh, jeez, come what could on, it be? you um, could do it, Adam. You could do it. I'm say you could do it. Eleven. You almost eleven man. million. Give, give it five more. I'm gonna get what? <laughs> Sixteen, 16 times platinum, baby. Wow. Yes. That's by huge. the uh, Recording Industry Association of America. Man. That's a double album. Yep. That's 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 twice the cost right up front. That's you're, crazy. You're getting two pieces of vinyl in there. Insane. I love so it. That happened today. I love that in so 1975. much. 1975. And keeping at him in 1975. Listen to this, baby. I can hear it. What's Getty gonna say here in a second? Woo! Some rush, baby. Finding my way. <laughs> I don't bring it down. My heart rate's running. (laughs) We we got two biggies after those Jordanians or whatever this is. What what were they called? The Jordanaires. The Jordanians. (laughs) Two days later, Adam, in 1975, March the 24th, 1975. All right. Rush were named the most promising group, baby. At the Juno Awards in Canada. Oh. They fulfilled their promise, winning Group of the Year in 1978 
1979. Is the Juno Award specifically for Canadians I only? believe so. I believe so. Okay. I didn't bother researching too much of the Junos. I've heard a crap load of stuff about it. You have? I've never, ever bothered to... You know, I've seen bits and pieces of some of the ceremonies. You know, I think, to be honest with you, the first time I ever watched a little bit of that was with... Uh, what was the lady who did the residency in... Uh, Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Yeah, you go. Just a guess. She did a residency. And I think that was the first time that I ever watched like a piece of the Junos. And I'm like, whoa, man, they got their the own Junior. award. They have their, like, their own big award thing. Yeah, that's mm. it. So yep, that happened, dude, in 1974. Beautiful. So they were fulfilling already. Far exceeded expectations, I think. They were marked for greatness, like the kings. I met her in a club down in Old Soho, where you drink champagne and it tastes like Coca-Cola. C-O-L-A, Cola. What a groovy song. I love it. Do you know what this song is about, Adam? About a girl named Lola? No. Almost. Almost. It's about a guy who thought he was a girl named Lola. What? <laughs> Is that right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was with an encounter with a transvestite baby. Really? Yeah, that's what the song's about. I had no idea. <laughs> and why do you ask why I picked this song? Yeah, why did you pick it? In 1976. Huh? Today in rock history, actually. March the 24th, 1976. Mm-hmm. Transvestite singer Wayne Country appeared in court charged with an assault after an incident at New York's CBGB's. Okay. Country had attacked the dictators. Singer, handsome Dick Manitoba. What? I'm so confused. <laughs> Hold on. With a <laughs> with a mic stand fracturing his collarbone. <laughs> Hold on. So Dick from so, the dictators so, got smashed. Yeah. Dick. Dick from the dictators. Yes. Was on stage. Yes. And transvestite Wayne. Country. W- Wayne Country. Attacked. Well, it says county. Att- no, I'm sorry. I, 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 mis- uh, I mispronounced Wayne his name. County. Where's Wayne County, yes. Who is a transvestite? Right. He's a transvestite transvestite trans- singer. Yes. person. No, no, no. Transvestite, transvestite singer. singer. Yes, yes. Okay. Transvestite singer. Right. Uh, attacked Dick yes. from the dictators yes. with a mic stand. He wasn't just a regular Dick. He was a handsome Dick. <laughs> handsome Dick. <laughs> handsome Dick Manitoba. <laughs> No idea what's going on. I'm so confused. I'm letting you know that. <laughs> CBGB. It wasn't, it wasn't history. What do you want me to tell you? I'm, I'm making it up. Well, it's CBGB. That's what goes on there every night. <laughs> Why did he get? I don't know. <laughs> These guys right here, baby. Yeah. Yeah, they would have played the CBGB. Yeah, d- absolutely. <laughs> I think Duff has that shirt on right now. Oh my God, yeah. March the 25th, 1986, Adam. Mm-hmm. Guns and Roses signed. With Geffen Records, man. 86? 1986. Ooh. March the 25th, Ooh, 1986. this is brilliant. That's right. Mm. One of the best uh, signings they ever made. That's right. With an addition to making sure the band records an album, they had to keep them alive and out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> which was is, somebody responsible for that? Which was not an easy task. No. <laughs> was there somebody assigned to the band? Like, <laughs> all right, you need to watch these, <laughs> these five guys over here. Geffen must have had different departments like our podcast has. <laughs> the keep them alive and get out of jail. <laughs> we just signed them. The keep them alive and keep them out of jail department. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, on your first contract, isn't it pretty weighted towards the record company? So really, they'd have like little incentive on keeping them alive. I was like, okay, if they die, they die. We're not going to lose a lot right now. It pays off when appetite for destruction goes on to sell over. Take a oh, you're asking me. Oh, okay. I'm going to say $15 million. You were closer this time. $18 million. Wow. And that was just copies in America. Just in America. That's right. Man. Just to give you an idea. Of the numbers of Appetite, it has all it has sold in excess of twenty eight million copies worldwide. It's enough to propel them around the earth for uh, three straight years of touring. Total yes. records to include every single thing they've ever recorded, including the user illusions, everything, the Chinese democracies. They have sold yes. a total of a hundred million albums worldwide. That's incredible because their catalog is not that deep. They only have a few. Select things. I mean, they have like the EPs, they have the spaghetti incident. <laughs> That's a lot. That is a ton. I, you know, just like you with uh, with Led Zeppelin, I think I know every every single Guns N' Roses song. You've heard it. I've heard many, it. Many, many, multiple so times. So many times. Yeah, just, just on, bam, I just know it. Yes. Just coming through your player. It just comes on, right on, through. On shuffle. <laughs> I mean, it's only maybe, uh, I would say, it's less than 100 songs. I would guess. Let me see. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be less than 100 songs. So that's that happened that's today. Getting the, that's getting the most out of your catalog. I'm telling you, <laughs> and it's quality stuff, oh, top to bottom. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. Just, it's just incredible. <laughs> Adam, 1986, baby. Yes, we played this before. We did. We played alternate alternate versions of it as well, which sucked really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let me remind you. <laughs> Sammy said it was okay. He's getting seen. I like Oh, Okay, maybe. <laughs> oh, it's a great song. This is one of your songs. Mm-hmm. It is actually. It is your song. <laughs> March the twenty fourth, nineteen eighty six. Adam. Okay. Van Halen released their seventh studio album, fifty one fifty. And how was it received, Tommy? Which became their first album to top the U.S. charts. Uh-huh. How's that? How's that for I, an answer? I know. I know. <laughs> the first of four albums to be recorded with lead singer. Sam Hagar. Samuel Hagar, who replaced David Lee Roth. Mm-hmm. Was recorded in uh, Eddie Van Halen's uh, studio. 5150 Studio. That's also called 51 Studio, which stands for... That's like the uh, police code for like a crazy person on the loose or something like that. Mentally disturbed Mentally person. Mentally disturbed. Yes. <laughs> I think it was the back cover <sighs> or maybe the inside sleeve of uh, 5150 where Eddie Van Halen was was uh, pictured in front of a TV in a straight jacket in a, pa- in a padded room. Wasn't that it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I love this album. I would imagine so. This is your first show. Yeah, well, yes. On this it note, is. on that note, four day later, four days later, on March the twenty seventh, nineteen eighty six, Sammy Hagar makes his first appearance as Van Halen's lead singer when the group went on tour, beginning in Louisiana. They started in Louisiana. Louisiana eh? was graced with the first uh, Van Hagar show. Now, of course, um, that that split the Van Halen fans. You know, they had so many people that miss the character that is David Lee Roth. I was one of them. And I don't think they went and played a whole lot of those back catalog songs other than like Jump and You Really Got Me, which was a cover already. Yeah. But, you know, Sammy didn't dig deep in there. And, you know, he did like the big things, like the the Jump and They Ain't Talking About Love and stuff yeah. like that. But 
other than that, it was all new material. I was moving on. I was one of them. You were upset. I was, you know, I, mean, I, I was, I was involved in many times of the Van Halen versus Van Hagar uh, unnecessary discussion. Oh, you had to have like you you drew up uh, street crews and you went outside and you started to like scuffle in the streets. Well, you know that Mimi that the guy sitting down and says, uh, you know. He says like a statement and then he says, prove me otherwise. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> you know, I think now thinking back, one of our first discussions hmm. in rock and roll back in Elvia's house, you and me, I think we discussed this. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't and at you, a, uh, and you went, hop. you went on, no, it was at Elvia's house. You went all out. Did I? You went ass out on Van Halen. <laughs> I says, don't whoa, make, calm don't make, down. Don't make me bring the ass out. <laughs> <laughs> you plummeted over. <laughs> I don't think I moved you off your position, though. Uh, no, 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 no. And uh, I, we also discussed, I believe, Van Halen that day, too, that I told you that that there was Lords of the Ring references in Van Halen songs. In Van Halen songs? I don't know, excuse me. Zeppelin, Zeppelin songs? Zeppelin songs. Yeah, 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 yeah probably. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't go deep on lyrics. And then I told I really you, says, go back and listen to Ramble On. Ramble On. I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Damn J.R.R. Tolkien! We, this week was uh, this week was actually Tolkien's uh, reading day. Oh, why didn't we have that for our national day? <laughs> Did you see the meme I sent you on that one? Uh, oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, was that about the Catholic? Yeah, uh, go ahead and describe it for our listeners. Go ahead, go it ahead. It was a little, a little. Uh, Elfin figurine it was or El- something. Elrond, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you say you're claiming that uh, Catholics were mistakenly praying to uh, <laughs> a character from a Lords of the Rings book. <laughs> you gotta love it. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Adam, the music tonight is kicking, buddy. This is on fire. Woo! Other than the Jordanians, we're good. Hey, <laughs> listen now. Adam, what I'm about to tell you, buddy, is going to blow you away. I can't wait to hear it. You should keep it up. As a matter of fact, hire so I can yell it out. <laughs> no, don't do that. I'm, I'm trying to turn it down, but I can't. Don't, don't do oh, that. All right. <laughs> 1986. Where was Adam Tate? Where was, where was Adam, where was Adam Lee Tate? 12 years old. I was yes. living on the west side of town here in Wichita, Kansas, probably picking my nose. And uh, studying um, <laughs> my my times tables. <laughs> well, you weren't too far away, buddy. Okay. Because what was I doing on this day in 1986 mm-hmm. in Valley Center, Kansas, baby? That's not very far. Listen to this. We could walk over there. Metallica what? joined Ozzy Osbourne in the Ultimate Centaur. Holy shit. Yeah. Where was I, stupid 12-year-old <laughs> dumbass kid? 1986, man. I can't believe it. Right here in Piece Valley of Center. shit. Man, that's why we are Wichita-based uh, podcast, baby. Good God. <laughs> they, you playing, didn't know that, did you? Were they playing did the Coliseum? You know did you know that? I didn't know that. Were they playing the Coliseum? Remember when Lars made fun when he talked about the Kansas Coliseum? This is what he was making fun about. (laughs) The the cow barn? You you jerk off. (laughs) (laughs) Valley Center, man. Yes. Oh, my God. What? You know, if I would have known, if I had any sense as a 12-year-old, I guess guess that's not really applicable because most 12-year-olds are just dumb as a box of rocks. Yes. So, man, if I had any inkling, if somebody had... Taking me under their wing, give, show me some direction. 
That would have been magnificent if I could have been there at that show. That could have been my first show. Oh, my God. Right in town. Right here. That could have probably ruined you. Yeah. Could have been. You know, guess. these two powerhouses. I could have been in a, caught in a mosh. These, these two powerhouses of metal and rock and roll. Yeah, my brain could have exploded. The ultimate centaur. Mm. Joined by, it's probably Ride the Lightning by this point, maybe. 1986. 86? Mm. Wasn't that the Master of Puppets? It was Master of Puppets. Yeah, yeah, kick that back. Yes, you're right. Holy shit. That's right. Well, last week, you know, we we, we had them dangling fans from <laughs> from the rafters. <laughs> well, maybe that would have been, been 12 year old Sorry. me. Sorry. I figured we're gonna have to oh, do a, we're gonna have to do either a Led Zeppelin segment or a, <laughs> or a Metallica segment. Yeah, because uh, more Metallica history this week. Back in uh, March the 23rd in 19 and 2016, Master of Puppets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was selected to enter the U.S. National Recording Registry. We had that recently. I, be- on I this believe show. when we spoke about that. Yeah. Do you know who it's uh, hmm. up to? Its record mate joined Metallica that day. Oh, it only had one other member that got. No, no, I'm talking about in? another another artist and another record joined it the, with, along with them in that oh. on that pick. It could have been any. That, it could have been draft. It could have been anything previous, right? It could have mm-hmm. been uh, "Songs in the Key of Life" by <laughs> Stevie Wonder. <laughs> It was joined by Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that's it for some Metallica. <laughs> I had to ruin it for you, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Put the rug right from out from under me. Adam, these are the Stone Temple Pilots, baby. Yeah, they're covering the Beatles' revolution. You know it. I'm going to have to do something with me damn allergies, man. Take that Claritin. I want to do it. I'll be Allegra's. Little, I'll be a little too loose. Too loose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. March the 26, 1987. Mm-hmm. I would say it was a couple of years after this record was released. What do you think? <laughs> after by, by its original. Uh, by the original? Sure. By the original creators. Yeah. Nike began airing a commercial using the Beatles songs Revolution, mm-hmm. making the first time an original version of a Beatles song is used in any ad. I mean, that's wild. That, that's like unheard of. I, are you that's a, probably a huge moneymaker for them. Are like you, they sold the rights to that and got paid handsomely, I'm pretty sure. Are you a fan of uh, commercials that use uh, popular music, but mainly like the Who music. They've used Zeppelin music. A lot of car ads have been. Uh, Am I a fan of it? Yeah. Do you does it does it capture your does it capture Adam Lee Tate's attention? Whereas I would normally say, oh, this is the stupid commercials. I'm going to go take f- a whiz. fiddle around over here. Take a whiz. When I hear uh, the immigrant song. <laughs> <laughs> And behind some Jeep ad, uh, I will stop and turn around and say, oh, these guys are cool. Let me check out that car. Maybe uh, I like it. I don't know what it is about that car, but I like it. They were using, was it Geico it was, used the uh, Survivor uh, Eye of the Tiger commercial? And what always happens is once those commercials hit and they're playing during football games right. or something on iTunes... They go to like the top of the charts, and they get all these extra streams, all these extra buys. Yeah, remember and it's when, like a it's like a boon to those old artists. Remember when Jay used to be on this podcast? Oh, <laughs> and he, wait a minute, when was that? And he explained to us the <laughs> was whole that, was the, that year one the whole yeah <laughs> the whole streaming thing. I don't know if you remember that or not, but yeah, but yeah, that's, I I didn't even think about that until you just said that right now. Yeah, didn't they have a 
wasn't there another insurance commercial that had Rat? Rat, in yes, it? and they revived it, yeah. And that and it hit the rock album charts, I think. Again, the rock yeah. Song charts, Again, yeah. yeah. Based <laughs> based on those old commercials. I don't know. I just thought it was a really cool little tidbit. Oh, seems like you two is popping up every once in a while. Yeah, we need to control for that. some reason. We need to control that. <laughs> we need to get an exterminator in here. <laughs> Maybe you'd like to replace it with Little Sweet. <laughs> I think you would favor Little Sweet yeah, a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Diet Dr. Pepper. That's what. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Oh, we'll do this one really fast, Adam. March the 27th, 1987, baby. Mm-hmm. U2 play on a rooftop concert in Los Angeles to film their video for Where the Streets Have No Name. Okay. Thousands of onlookers gather and police order the band to stop playing. That's in the history today, but everybody saw that in the video. Who would have guessed? You know, I mean, I mean that's what they were banking on. That's what they needed to have happen. Yeah, so <laughs> I just wanted to blast through that one really fast. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Well, we sure did. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think we got that one down like in 45 minutes. <laughs> 45 seconds, excuse me. All right. Yes, baby. Who's this, Adam? They tell me this is Pantera with Planet Caravan. March the 22nd, mm-hmm. Adam, mm-hmm. 1994. Okay. Pantera released mm-hmm. Far Beyond Driven. Yeah. Now, here is the cool fact. Little factoid. I like that. A little, you know, a little something, something. Inside information. What do not, you got? Not really, but this is very interesting. Hidden, hidden notes. One of the very few heavy metal albums to reach number one in America. On the overall charts. Hmm. And I went back really? and looked at it and goes, wow. Really? Damn. Now, the Oz Band. What, what was the previous album that they released? It was uh, Cowboys Vol- from Hell. Vulgar, oh. Was it Vulgar, Vulgar Display, Display of, of, power? Uh, of Power? Could have been. The guy with the, the, the face getting see, punched? Uh, hmm. Hmm, let me look at it real quick. So I assume for this to happen is you have to have an excellent album previously that maintained its level on the charts for many, many, many weeks because it was very good. And it got a fever that was uh, infected their fans. And then they really wanted this new material and they were so excited about it. They went out and they they bought it in mass quantities opening week, and it shoots to the number one spot. That's that's how that has to happen. Do, wow. do you know? Do you, you do just you, do you, you just know? you just blew me away. Because it, it's it's based on album sales for that week, right? That's how it has to shoot there. So you have to have this rampant uh, want and desire for this album. And have to have it now. You can't wait for it. You have to get it immediately. Everybody that's going to buy that album needs to go get it now. And these then, guys and then were, make number one. These guys were touring road dogs. Really? I mean, they had an insane fan base. I went back and revisited uh, uh, Behind the Music. Okay. Uh, the one for Pantera. Because I really don't know all that much about Pantera. I'm not a huge Pantera I'm fan. I'm with you. I'm with you. I know, like, the biggest songs, but... 
other than that, I mean, you could deep cut me to death on them. I wouldn't know. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, we haven't got to that part yet. <laughs> no cutting yet. <laughs> but no, I mean, Pantera, you know, I get the respect. I, I, I can listen to the riffs that, uh, you know, Dimebag created, the pounding drum of, of his brother, mm-hmm. uh, who had just a birthday not too long ago, you know, an anniversary of his birthday. And, uh, you know, I could get I could get it. You know, I could see where those those insane power-driven riffs could drive fans nuts. Maybe experiencing it live sure. would have been a different thing. But sure. yes, just by the way, yes, it's it was uh it was a vulgar display of power before this one, so I was wrong. But mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Not that I'm gonna be embarrassed about that, but yeah. yeah. It was one of those things. It that makes I, sense. It makes sense to me. And uh you know, I I never I'm never I don't think I've ever gotten into the super angry or super fast. I think they were like they were considered power metal, I believe, was the, you know, amongst the, a bazillion metal. Is that a category? Connotation. Power yeah, metal? genres or subgenres. Mm, and, okay. So, you know, still, I mean, it's basic rock and roll riffs, if you ask me. And they were pretty good. But you yeah, know? you have to affect it up. You have to fuzz it up. You have to put all, layer yeah, all these effects yeah, and things. Put your and little, and put your little niche on there. You yeah. Know? Right, do right. your thingy. So, yeah. Sure. Anyway, yeah, today was released. This weekend. Oh, Yeah. I got a body built for sin and an appetite for passion. Yeah, I can see the road to ruin and I'm looking for some action. I got my finger on the trigger and a match to the fuse. Yeah, Adam. I didn't want to interrupt it. This week in history. Yeah. What could it possibly be? What does he want? He just wants to. Uh. He just wanna. <laughs> he just wanna. <laughs> what? what a, Wait what a minute. A, Did we just talk about a whole album last week where it was basically? It was Kiss, Adam. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you want? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, hey, Holly Macaroni. <laughs> Adam, Adam, I just sent you some pictures through the WhatsApp. Oh, okay. You need to take. I a need quick, to go look them you up. You need to quick take a big quick pick okay. at them real quick. What's that? Because it's 1995, Adam. March oh, jeez. March the 25th. <laughs> what we, what does the cover of the a Playboy oh. magazine? <laughs> Gene Simmons, baby, graced the cover of Playboy. Now those ladies their, have face paint on. Is, their, that, is it also paint <laughs> on other parts of their body? Uh, hold there? up, hold up! Oh, in their very own issue of Playboy, mm. I thought you were going to tell me that <laughs> that <laughs> while Metallic was at Valley Center, twelve-year-old Adam was going through your dad's Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> there's never anything. There's never anything good like that there. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh, listen, look at this. What year is this again? What 1980? 1989. Now, now I want you to. Uh, Remember this when you're watching The Price is Right. Okay. Because another story in here, besides The Kiss, is an interview with horny Drew Carey. (laughs) Oh, that's what the uh, the cover says? Yeah, it's a little side story. Horny, (laughs) horny Drew Carey. (laughs) Oh, hold on. Hold on. We also have seductive Rudolph Giuliani. Oh! And, and irresistible Keith Oberman. So, Oberman. The, so check this wow. out. So also oh, here's the deal. So Jeez. if we would have been paying attention to Playboy, right back in yeah. back in 1995, we would have been surprised by what we saw in Borat. <laughs> <laughs> He's seductive, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
Wow. Dude, what do you think about those pictures? They're pretty that awesome, is, aren't that they? That is incredible. Whoa, those are really good. I was just looking at the cover, reading all the, <laughs> the other fantastic stories in there. What are you reading? The, These the, are real fans. Hold up, Adam. Hold up. Holy hold, hold up, Adam. The were whole you, band is in there. Hold up, hold up. Were you reading the articles? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> like the rest of us have been reading yeah. since we're 11 or 12? That is the one thing that I'll actually read, is the articles in Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's just oodles and oodles of people. They're, they're fans. Are you surprised? They're all done up with makeup. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. No. Now here is uh, <laughs> oh, look, right in the here's front row, right in the front row of the concert too. Here's the <laughs> oh man, that is wild. Here's what makes it significant or this you know interesting for uh, this week in history, Adam. Mm -hmm. The first time any musical group graced the cover of Playboy was Kiss. Really? Mm -hmm. How appropriate. <laughs> I mean, they're trendsetters and trailblazers, Ooh, I'll tell you that much. man. Now, check this out. Uh -huh. You just read a lot of that cover stuff, so I'm not even going to go bother through that, okay? Mm -hmm. says, I have some uh, some fan commentary here, okay? Okay. Are you with me? On, on the actual Playboy on issue? On the actual Playboy. This is years later, okay? Okay. And the first one says, I still have that one in a box somewhere. Okay. So the guy's kept it that long. Sure. I wonder if it opened the pages. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. They stick together sometimes. <laughs> Another guy said, proud owner of this issue. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Again, I mean, again, I wonder if it opened. Is, I mean, is, it, is it bagged? Is it bagged? It's a good uh, a fan keepsake. It, it's one thing that you need for and, your and collection. It, and it's also one of great fan memories, too, because mm -hmm. this final comment was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. I remember beating off to this one when oh. I was... <laughs> Then he thanks oh. his dad. Thanks, dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a little too familiar, isn't it? <laughs> you know that one wasn't opening up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh. oh wow. wow. 2002 Adam. March the 25th, 2002. Mm -hmm. I love fans like that. Bono from YouTube made an appearance uh, at the air raid trial of REM guitarist Peter Buck telling the court, I came to court because Peter is actually famously known for being a peaceful person. Once I had to twist his arm to get him to go to a boxing match with me. What was he accused of? Of having uh, uh, air rage. Uh, Bucks has later cleared cleared of all the charges after uh, air rage. Yeah, yeah, like he, being mad on a plane. Is that yeah, what that yeah. is? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. He had been accused of attacking two cabin staff and covering them in yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Was he looking at the Kiss uh, Playboy magazine? <laughs> Backing over the trolley, trying to steal a knife. Oh man! Everybody has a bad. Oh, everybody has a bad day once in a while. I had a really bad day. <laughs> Let's blast through this one because we're already over the hour mark. Oh, okay. <laughs> 2006, Adam. Mm -hmm. Richie Sambora was arrested in California on suspicion of drunk driving. That happens. The 48-year-old Bon Jovi guitarist was arrested after police noticed that uh, the black Hummer he was driving was weaving through lanes in Laguna Beach. Wow. If he would have listened to this Stevie Wonder song, yeah, don't, it says don't, don't drive, drive drunk. drunk. <laughs> he wouldn't have wanted to, to uh, appear in court for driving under the influence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, thank heavens. 
saved by Judas. <laughs> They'll set you right. That's right. Man. Metal gods. Ooh, that was a good talk up right there. Yeah. <laughs> by pure luck. <laughs> Adam. Yes. Have you ever prayed to the metal gods? Yes, I think I have. You and I have better shows that we're going, please, dear God, don't come now. I was just called. <laughs> Raptured. I think it was the last episode I was called out by a metal god, wasn't I? <laughs> something about my, playing my Hanson music yeah. or something like that. Please don't repeat that. <laughs> we got to stay away from that in modems. <laughs> metal Gods by Judas Priest, Adam. Fantastic. 2016. March the 22nd, 2016, mm-hmm. after their local council from Cornwall, England, mm-hmm. said they were too loud. Oh, Teenage- Judas Priest was too loud? No, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right. Teenage heavy metal group, the Black Leaves of Envy, mm. were told to stop practicing in their family garage after noise complaints from square neighbors, Adam. Absolutely. Now, what did these guys do? I don't know. They prayed to the metal gods. And upon praying to the metal gods, guess what happened? Uh, I, I I don't know. It was a miracle. What, what happened? Somehow, rock and roll good guy Dave Grohl heard about this, this, uh, this travesty and penned a letter to the council where these guys lived at. Now, did, was, it, <laughs> was it somehow he heard about it or is he actually a metal god? <laughs> maybe he was maybe he was just sitting in his house and he just kind of heard heard the prayers to him and like hey help us out we, someday, we're trying to, we can't get any better if we don't practice someday we may see a show on the history channel about oh. metal gods this these answers uh may come to us on that show i don't know man maybe, there's already shows about aliens maybe he has omnipresence <laughs> he's, he's everywhere it was a tweet <laughs> so that's how metal gods work he read the tweet oh. <laughs> anyway it was well, the streamlines a, the anyway to, to make to make a very very long story short on this one adam is mm-hmm. that he wrote the letter okay the council wrote back said listen we didn't tell him not to play we just told him it's too loud but anyway they made some just suggestions and they offered this other place that could you know not only they could practice some other bands could practice long story short at the end uh after uh, dave Grohl's letter these guys went back to rocking it and rolling really <laughs> how many albums they have out now <laughs> are the big successes in, in cornwall maybe they, maybe they were ready to go for maybe it maybe they're killing maybe, cornwall right maybe now. they were ready last year when covid was going on we don't know oh maybe just a year behind <laughs> that could be it. It's that time to kick back in the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast time machine. Open your mind and listen to the significant album. Who knows? You may even be delightfully wounded by one of Mr. Adam Tate's deep cuts. Listen up, it's about to get real heavy. I had to bring that up, baby. <laughs> Adam. Yes, Tommy. If our listeners do not know who this is, run away and shame and hide. 
The metal gods will be coming for you. The metal gods will be coming you for next. There will be a lightning bolt hitting you in your ass. Yes, and you will be stuck in a American Idol hell. Oh, shit. <laughs> Eliminator, Adam ZZ Top. ZZ Top's Eliminator. Huge album. Released March the 23rd, 1983 on Warner Brother Records. Their eighth album. Wow, was it eight already? It eight, yes, wow. Sir. And this was, they're just getting better and better at this point. Oh, this is just crazy. Billy Gibbons, Dusty Hill, Frank Beard. Power trio from Dallas, Texas. Actually, they met together. Did Frank Beard ever have a beard? I don't think so. It's always a standing joke on that. I think he did at one point. Yeah. Yes. It's like they're just laughing at us. This is one All of those right. ad- this is one of those albums that a lot of people just know about it. Where were you in 1983 through about maybe I don't know, over the entire 80s. You could always hear these songs. There were this album had uh what? Uh five singles, I believe. It had a whole bunch of videos on MTV, er- early yes. MTV. Very cool. You're like, "Oh, there's my grandpa's. What's going on?" Hey, I, I like I like <laughs> this that is one. It's so cool. Yeah. They, talking about great things, you know, like uh, here's here's their titles right here. Give me all your love, and I mean, woohoo! You know what that means? Sure, that's banging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me under pressure. <laughs> well, there could be happening there. What do you think? There, there? could be pressure involved. Sharp dressed man, you get sharp dressed. Well, you have what? to get sharp dressed to get the banging. little, yes. little loving. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Legs, come on now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for them legs. <laughs> there you go. And, you know, at the end, after you're done all that, you eat some TV, TV dinners. <laughs> Get your energy back. <laughs> Adam, this is a deep cuss album for me. Okay, what does that mean? Even though, you know, even though I like... Because it's, it's filled with big hits, big radio yes. hits, stuff that you hear on the radio, classic radio today. But if you're a, if you're a ZZ Top... Uh, Aficionado? Fan, kind of, you know... Uh, ZZ Top was a pretty big group, but not yeah. as big as they became after this album. Okay. They came they came into the popular conscience after this record. Okay. And I'm talking about, you know, you know, squares and, you know, yuppies and whatnot were listening to this music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you had heard like Triple X, Tejas, uh, some other record from ZZ Top. You know that this is a bluesy band. You also, if you dig into some of the ZZ Top history, you're going to find out that uh, Billy Gibbons was uh, on a band that opened for Jimi Hendrix. Opened for Hendrix. That's right. I heard that before, yes. And also, he had played some Latin jazz with Latin jazz great uh, Tito Puente. Really? Yes, sir. Oh, I think you did bring that up one time. That's right. In addition to that, yes. So, yes, he is... It seems like he is uh, timeless. He's for all these p- figures that are way in our past. He has connections with them, and I think just even uh, just like this week, I think he's announced like a new solo album that he's yeah, going to he, put out. Plus, he was on the news with this. Uh, what was it with his? Uh, was that style of uh, of suit? They're called the nudie suits. <laughs> nudie. Yeah, nudie, N-U-D-I-E, I believe it is. Yeah, because when I was in Nashville, I I also got to see something about the nudie suits because that's that 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 Tex-Mex kind of southwestern kind of thematic hmm. country kind of suits that go together with rhinestones and does it have like a frill yeah. on the lapels and kind all this other kind of stuff like crap? that? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think it, it, they found it on Pawn Stars. 
Or really? there was a show about it on Pawn Stars where they were the ones that recovered it. So, hmm. you know, sharp dressed man. These guys were also uh, designer suits, like from Louis Vuitton and sure. some of these other people. I mean, these guys are really sharp. I saw ZZ Top the last time. We could have seen him last year, but COVID kind of screwed us. Took us, took it out. Have you seen ZZ was Top that, before? Was that going to be the Def Leppard and ZZ Top show? Yes, I believe so. Yes, man, yeah, that would have been a great yep, one. Yep, yep. No, I've we never, would, I've never seen We would have been talking about that right now. I've never seen them. We would have revisited that one. Yep, we would we have. We wouldn't be doing shit like the motherfucker of the week and stuff like that. <laughs> but forget that for right now. <laughs> okay. Now, no, this record right here. Now, I, I would like to tell you this. This is just Tommy Martinez. And this. I'm going to go on a tangent here right. uh, before uh, uh, one of my uh, great songs that are coming up, which is called I Need You Tonight, Adam. Okay. You know, a deep cut. You need, you need uh, that? I would need that, yeah. But... Uh, Whenever you can. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Mr. DJ. <laughs> listen to this, Adam. Listen to this. Listen to this. And you got to listen to this as a deep cut. All right. Because it is a deep cut. It's it, super deep. There's three songs on this. Super, super, super bluesy. Cuts. Yes. This is what fans got that, that said, what the hell is this? You know, and they would fast forward it on their cassettes or they would jump it on their records, on sure, their albums. Sure. Yeah. And if they did that, because they it's missed sandwiched out. in between these big hits. Yes. They would miss out what ZZ Top is about. Bluesy rock and roll. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna learn this I'm gonna learn this this week because I gotta erase somehow that uh, Adam West is Batman. <laughs> Adam West is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this baby. is beautiful. This is a beautiful song. I love it. So yeah, so if uh, and this is why I wanted you to play that song before uh, I said what I was gonna say. Okay. Now, not to infuriate anybody. How could you do that? But if let's say there were a rock and roll heaven, you know they'd have one hell of a band. You know who would no. replace Saint Peter at the gates? So the person who allows entry. Who checks the uh, the ledger and see if you're in or air out? Who would replace Saint Peter? Who do you think it would be? Um, um, Armit Erdogan. <laughs> Get out! Get out of the studio right now! He's a big time producer. It would be Mr. Billy Gibbons. Billy man. Gibbons That's would right. be the guy. Yes. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why would he be checking the uh, the, the book of life? This guy's trajectory as a musician. Okay. As a band member, as a resume that just will not end. Okay. Is, uh, but does that give him the status leap, to say... It's to, leaps and bounds. Okay, leaps and bounds above any contemporary, I believe. Hmm. You know, I'll tell you the truth. One time I was watching, uh, I want to say the Latin Grammy, the Latin Grammys. Okay. And guess who you, I You wouldn't be surprised if he might show guess up? Guess who I saw Billy Gibbons playing with? Um, Ricky Martin. No, close. Um, I Louis, don't know. Luis Fonsi from the Despacito song. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a big guy, big hit. Big, big for that one year anyway, for that Despacito. I'm like, wow, what is Billy Gibbons doing up there? Blew me away. I really think if the shits what was going on, on stage, my eyes went immediately to his signature beanie. He has a he has a figure. <laughs> he graces the stage. He's very very tall, he's, long beard. He stands out. <laughs> he definitely does. 
So what? Uh, how did he perform on that song? Did he, was he, just, yeah, did he, he was, take it over? Or? Yeah, he was. He was. I think he was a lead on it. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, it was just. It just still blows me away. Like, oh, that's why I don't mind the world of watching the Latin Grammys and shit like that because I, I get to pick you, out. Those you see nuggets things. of treasure. Yes, in there. yes. Remember the one that I told you about? I think yes. it was uh, Lars Ulrich. Yeah, that's right. Let's that's right. Get, let's not get away. All right. It. It was, that was also National Drummer Day that day. <laughs> I want to flash back. <laughs> the next song, dude, that I love on this record. Tell me. Is Thug. Thug. Really? Another deep cut for you. It's so deep. Okay. It's jugular deep. <laughs> we better we better feel at danger right here. Because these, these are deep cuts. Super this deep is, cuts. This was way before Tupac Shakur tattooed Thug Life mm. on his stomach. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm willing to bet. Okay. That Tupac was listening to this song. Oh, this is what influenced it. <laughs> Those three dusty old men from Texas. <laughs> There's something about them. I love this song. It's a funk. Oh, it's such a funky song right there. Yes. So you like the diversity of playing because all of the hits are kind of just beat-driven radio songs, and these are totally divergent from those. This could have been a, ra a, ra a radio song easily. Fuck could have been easily a radio song. If the lyrics were maybe not as uh, as uh, <laughs> dark and uh, crazy as they were, it could have fit very well into the mid-'80s. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Now, uh, the, the experts that... Uh, I know this expert in town, and I'm going to mention his name, mm. but... Uh, he and I one time went toe-to-toe, -to -toe, and he was a big ZZ fan top. I'm not a big, humongous ZZ, fan, uh, ZZ top fan. Okay. And uh, he actually told me that that's a sync bass, not a regular bass. Okay. Con what, a, what is a sync bass? Controlled through. It's like a synthesizer mm. controlled through the, uh, through the keyboard. Okay. That's pretty awesome. Is that like an... A specifically 1980s device only used kind of in that era? Yeah, no, well. Mm, uh, if it's going through a synth and it's being processed through a synth, that uh, sounds like an 80s thing. Actually, I think a Spinal Tap also used that one time. In one of the songs, it might have been Big Bottoms. What was the one that we went through not too long ago? Big Bottom. It was Big Bottom. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> we went through Big Bottom. It was also a banging song. <laughs> Rock songs, I don't know what about it. It's, it's all kinds of strange love going on. Well, that's two deep cuts that's you two. have I'm right gonna there. Give you, I'm going to give you my third one off of this album. Tell me. Now, uh, now I'm, check I'm this so out. Curious. If our uh, If our listeners are going, what the hell? Why aren't they talking about legs and give me all your love? And you, You've heard that you know a, a bazillion times. Yeah. They're already you know, imprinted in your uh, cerebral cortex. I am going to direct you to... Tell me. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I got the six. Mm -hmm. I got the six? Yes, sir. Crank that up, baby, a little bit, yeah. Here we go. Almost sounds like an ACDC opening. <laughs> I've seen this played live, by the way. I was going to tell you, I saw him live last time in Fort Bragg. 2013, 2012. I bet it's a great show. I heard this song crank out as oh, oh I lost my mind immediately. <laughs> because it's a He got the six. Alright. Okay. What does he mean by that? No, just listen up, just a little bit. Whoa, baby. Oh, okay. 
you know, military guys, you got your sick. You know, who, who got my sick? Got my sick. But he got, he got it. My back. He got it. <laughs> okay. You can't get any deeper than that, Adam. I'm going to tell you right now. That's beautiful. Yeah, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, those are great. It's, those it's, are great songs. Did, did, and those are, did, those are actually like album. Those would be classified as album filler for a song that has all those other hits. And if that's the filler, that just constitutes a great album. Yeah, this is this is a great album overall, uh, from top to bottom, dude. You know, and it's certified diamond. You know, it has sold diamonds ten yeah, million. That's albums right. Yes, sold? that's wow. just in the U.S., baby. That's incredible. That's right. So yeah, buddy. So love it. So this is this is this week's significant album, Adam. Well deserved. You loved it. I know you did. You want significant album. <laughs> we can't go without that metal scream. If you want uh, something that is just the pop songs, you're listening to the wrong podcast. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Adam, happy birthday, born on this day. Who could this be? That's Mr. Reginald somebody. <laughs> I forgot his last name. <laughs> I thought you knew all these people's real names. It's that eliminator deep cuts. It drove, it drove me nuts between that and the, and the mass mandates getting lifted. You know how to, Elton John, he's yes. old now. How old is he? He is 74 years old, man. That sounds about Born right. Born March the 25th, 1947. Brilliant. Crocodile Rock. I love that song. He's one of song, our yeah. he's one of our favorites. We talked I about him last week for a little bit, didn't we? Jets. That's, I love that's my favorite song right there. That's actually my song. <laughs> as well as this one is baby. Toys. Toys in the attic. <laughs> Tonight is just a bunch of my songs, Adam. <laughs> We're gonna add another 35 songs to your songs. <laughs> Multi instrumentalist. <laughs> Multi instrumentalist. Yes. Oh, best known as frontman for this great band right here. Yes. Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Their lead singer, <laughs> Stephen Tyler. Yeah. He turned 73 today. 73? He's yes, he right was, behind he was, um, Elton John. Yeah, March the 26th, 1948, man. That's wonderful. Isn't that great? He's doing well, too, isn't he? Yeah, he's adorable. He's had some hip surgeries yeah. and things, but he's he's holding it together. And it's funny you say that, because on this week also, March the 22nd, 2006, uh, Aerosmith, Canceled the rest of the uh, Rock in the Joint tour for Steven Tyler to go and have some uh, some surgery on his vocal cords. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, he's had his ups and downs. Still, is a great performer. He's a great frontman. Seen Aerosmith multiple times. You know, never seen Elton John. He's got to be one of the top five frontmen for rock bands. I would say yeah. Probably. I would, I would agree with that. Yep. I would yeah. You know, I would. Probably say, you know, overall, maybe top three, possibly. Could be. We would have to negotiate that down. We'd have to, With yeah. another motherfuckery in the future. <laughs> you had to bring it up, Adam. <laughs> now, this is a great song right here. These are the cars, Tommy. That's right. In memory of, Adam. Mm-hmm. Special mention birthday. Okay. Of Rick Ocasek. Rick Ocasek. Born uh, March the 26th, uh, 1949. Now, and, that, and that's disputable. I think there's some there's some back and forth on that. Now, he is like the poster boy for not a handsome man, but as a rock star, he gets the most beautiful women. Wasn't he married to Paulina Poroskova yes, or yes. something like that? She was a fox. He had a great voice. 
<laughs> he looked like a scarecrow. <laughs> That's the best thing you can say about his appearance. I don't know. Your voice kicks ass. Man, man, you turn off the light, man. <laughs> That's the way it goes. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam There's no way around it, Adam. <laughs> Not at all. Birthday number three. <laughs> Adam. Oh, my God. What the hell's going on? What the hell happened here? I don't know. <laughs> what do we got? I didn't hear the boing. <laughs> Something went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't hear a modem go off though. That's that's a, that's actually a good thing. When, Some, sometimes I don't hear the boing either. This is like what the hell? <laughs> no, but uh, this week Adam, unfortunately, did uh, uh, Agent X three? No, Agent Agent X three did not come through for us. What uh, this week? No, he was <laughs> Agent X three had a. Uh, uh, paternal duties this week. Paternal duties. Yeah, he, he was with his daughter. <laughs> yeah, he had to take he had to take her to the college or something. So I was really hoping that we would get. Oh, wait like, a minute, we're, like college babes. We were going to get like yeah, uh, you know. personal, you know, photos. Yes, like, that would have been in depth. Photos. That would have been you know, made made very happy. Rumpelumpel. When you, you know when you tour the college, you got to go to the sororities. <laughs> so you yeah. see what? Okay. So I just don't know. So anyway, also this week, Adam, just so you know, the uh, the uh, <laughs> the app development department that you know that. Uh, uh, Develop the, the Tommy and Adam Hardest yes, Podcast yes. app development department. Yes. And they're responsible for the Lords of the G String app after that inspiration from the Pope back about six, seven months ago. So right. I believe they were working at them. Is there an update? On an update. Oh, so shit. here's the instructions. Let me pop them up real quick. Okay. And let me hit the. Uh... Okay. Whoa! Nice. What? Kudos. That's why we pay you guys the big bucks. Is, wow. They've taken it to another level. Minimum wage. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that's uh, hopefully that's the kind of stuff that that could keep away Rumpelumpel. Oh, also I found out that Rumpelumpel is not a real god. He is a demigod. <laughs> and he's naughty too. So he's not the real guy. Okay, I don't forget that. The, 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 the butt god is naughty. We're, we're in the Go figure. We're in the zone. <laughs> we wow, are in the update zone. Got Whoa, fast. Adam, did yours come up? Did, did you hear that? Though? I mean, it was like it was electronic. It was pretty cool. I, it was sounded better than a modem. Yeah, it's. I don't know what kind of modem. I guess we gotta get, let them to to uh, tell us that. Uh, Wait a minute, I'm getting a text right here. Hold up. Uh, okay. Uh, continue on, you fools. <laughs> You're wasting too much time. Is that from Rumpa Lumpa? <laughs> no, that's, that's from our app development department. Oh, okay. oh P.S. We want more money. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I just saw it, Adam. Ooh. I know. It already loaded oh, for me. Oh, my God. I see. I see her name. Should oh, I say her name? Yeah, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Emily Knight. She is a public figure, car enthusiast, and country girl. Okay. For that our, sounds pretty wild. For our listeners out there, it is E-M-I-L-Y underscore mm-hmm. K-N-I-G-H-T dot T. 
TV. That's her. Uh, she's one of these verified ones. Yeah, she's got the check mark right wow, by her name. Adam, this is a really high tech. My look, three million followers. Three oh, million. Yes, followers. we may need to talk to the ad department, uh, the app development department. Yeah, we've we've been getting more of the deep cuts. Mm, yes, <laughs> this is this is the uh, this is the number one hit right here. <laughs> Wow! Oh, wait a minute. Now, what? Why is the? Why is the? She got legs song coming up to me. What is going on here, Adam? One hundred and eighteen oh posts with three million followers. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she follows fifty four, so she's pretty. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, she's looking forward to this. Uh, I'm looking at her second image that she's listed uh, on her uh, Instagram. There, I see, and that. it says, "Summer's coming." You know what that means. <laughs> Less clothes and more fun. Oh, Who's with me? me. <laughs> are you are you liking her already? Are you following her already? Yeah, she seems playful. We and haven't fun. we haven't really done anything to you know deserve a following of the Time and Adam Hart to name podcast. But really, you said yeah yeah you said this already public failure car enthusiast car enthusiast. Did you did you say that? That's what I said. She's currently residing in Los Angeles, California. Okay, <laughs> she's followed oh. by uh, three of my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to throw him under the bus. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. These are really good. Uh, she's 23 years old, Adam. Okay. Oh, she's from uh, from Chatham, Kent, England. Maybe that's where that one band is from. She's from England. Yeah, she's an actress known for her roles in blockbuster films. Okay, this is pretty cool. Let's see which ones they are. Okay. Dark Secrets. Mm, never heard of it. Is that a movie? The mm. Runaway. Hmm. Cold Earth. Cold Earth. Doctors. This was in 2000. Oh. Oh, she must have been. What, a kid what type for of that movies one. are these? I don't know. Are they, you know. Chicka boing boing? No, I don't think they, so. They, <laughs> they look legit. They're on uh, IMDBB. Inside Looking Out. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, All my. right. Let's see. Let's take, okay. let's take a look. Uh, inside Looking In. Oh, yeah. Nice. Anyway, and listen to this one Jehovah's Witness. She's a Jehovah's Witness? Oh, that was the movie. Now, check, oh. out, check out the plot for it. <laughs> When a Jehovah's Witness, Percy, visits a single mother and her daughter to spread God's word. <laughs> uh, he comes across a situation that the Bible didn't prepare him for. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, a, that's just a situation, all right. <laughs> Ooh, oh, the lights don't go out, please. <laughs> Tommy, can I direct you to a video? There's a video. Oh, no, no, no. About uh, 15 posts down. Are we going to go? Okay, I'll leave this for the bit. So 15 posts. One, two, three, four. It's a video uh, where she's on, she is snowboarding. Okay, I see that. Let me see. Let's start. So three, six, 12 is, okay. She's snowboarding. Oh, yeah. I see she that. She has a particular way she likes to wear her snow Yes. Wear. Is that a video? Oh, yes, it, it is. is a oh, video. wow. <laughs> she is. Big butt. She's covered, you know. She's <laughs> she's got the hat and the goggles on, the snowboard. And she's locked in. Adam. She has the pants on, but she has <laughs> she has chosen to bare her backside. <laughs> oh. We can almost give her a apology reading. <laughs> it says I don't want a butt check, but uh, they're checking my butt. Who's going to fall first, me or the guys? <laughs> I, I think I would fall I, right over. I'd kill myself if I fall. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Oh my lord. Wow. How interesting. Yeah, it's really good. Oh wow. I mean, she's pretty good. She did not fall down. Oh my gosh. Because that would have been cold. For some reason, she likes uh she likes stretching her growing area as well. <laughs> And she's the and they're all while she's in bikini too. But yeah, oh. I mean, flexibility is key. Wow, that's how you don't get hurt. You know, you wow, remain that's flexible. pretty incredible. Let's let's see. Let's start with. Uh, let me see. Uh, what's the first one? What was the first one posted? I don't even know when these things. Are oh, posted. you want to go back to the very beginning? Yeah, she is eating uh, kind of like either sushi or something. Yeah, she's with chopsticks, and she's oh, it is that's it is sushi. It's I could, yeah, yeah. I could eat sushi every day. What do you want to eat? Mm, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it. First, first comment is, I think you know. <laughs> is it some psycho? Devil horns. <laughs> the other guy says, looking delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now she said she was a car enthusiast, but I'm I'm looking for one where she. Oh, she's. Oh no, she's. There's a one that she's in a video too. Actually, Adam, it is right after the video where she was snowboarding. Oh really? Let me go. Back yeah, to there's. There. She's in a car there okay. in her favorite position. <laughs> she's she's checking out the trunk space. <laughs> I, her trunk space because that's, yeah, that's what we're checking uh-huh. out. Oh my lord. She kind of has to. Oh, oh, wow! For our listeners out there, it would be it would be post number fifteen. Oh, she's also a couple. Oh, she has three. Yeah, so far, three. It's like it's like a like one of those uh sometimes one of those circus lo- one of those circus midget cars. Sometimes when you're loading the trunk, you need help from your friends. Oh my Jesus! Oh my Lord! Wow! This is incredible. What's her name again? Emily Emily Knight TV. Yeah, check her out. Real she's quick. a British lady. She is British. Now here we go. So here, according to LAProgressive.com, Adam, mm-hmm. in the world of online models, mm, the entire world—that's kind models. of like our whole third uh, birthday segment. I mean, it's what we focus on. Few are turning heads faster than blonde bombshell Emily Knight. Okay, this gorgeous—I guess at the time that they wrote that she was 21 years old—is quickly rising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 know what you're, I know what you're talking about. In the modeling and online influencer industry, as someone that everyone wants to be friends with, yes, I agree with that. Sure. With over, She looks very friendly. At the time, she had 2 million followers. Keeping her up with her fun and exciting content online, Emily is taking the internet by storm. Mm-hmm. What led Emily to become an online hottie? Big boobs. That she is today. <laughs> what could Adam, that be? Well, let's let's keep taking a gander here. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, if you go, let's just go down. She doesn't have that many posts. Let me see how many posts she has. 118 posts. Okay, that's enough. That's enough for us to get a good sampling. Because if she noticed, she's also so secure of herself that she shares uh, some of her uh, some of her spotlight with friends. Yes, and she seems to spend a lot of time in colder climates. Like she was snowboarding, she's okay. uh, she was in the snow. She's got the snow boots on. Yet, Sometimes. she maintains low levels of clothing, oh, wow. which is which is really dedication that's to, the, almost, to the craft. That's almost like a mutant power. Yeah, you she's know? she's really unaffected by temperature. Is what I understand. Oh my no! Well, tell you the truth, she. If you go down, Adam, there's one where she is dressed as a firefighter, so she could very well be. Let me see. She has a yellow a firefighter uh, helmet on. Does she? For some reason, uh, she must have used a smaller firefighter outfit because the top won't zip all the way up. 
Very shagadelic, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, "Where's the fire?" So she's and and she uh, yeah, and she, she has a face like a determined face. Like, yeah. I'm gonna rescue you. How do I start a fire in this? <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's Beavis when we need him? Fire, fire! <laughs> yeah, where uh, is the fire? Oh, my Lord, jeez. Oh, wow. And in the next video right below that post, she is at the fire, mm. but she's at the grill turning some meat. Oh, some some uh, T-bone steaks are on the grill, and she is uh, toying with that meat. Uh, Adam, yes. Adam, Adam, Adam. Yes, yes, yes. Go all the way down. Oh, she seems to be in a sporting... It's going to be the third one oh, before my. the last one. One. She she seems to be in a sporting uh store. She says sounds on tennis grunts at oh is that Walmart? <laughs> Look at the dude oh, that they pass him. Look at the other guy taking pictures of her. Wait a minute, is she in the uh the the Catholic school skirt? In the tennis, she is in the tennis outfit. It's almost at the is very. It like this? It's at no. Yes, no, no, no. There's oh. one even better than that one. Oh my! It's almost at the very end. Let me see that while you're looking for that one. I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found oh my god. Oh, yeah, I found that one. Oh my god. That one says picking out some protein. Tommy. Do you like the I've, I've seen this that's video. Her, that's what you, I've seen this video. Have you seen it? <laughs> yes. Before she was even a member of the third birthday group, I, I've seen this video where oh, they were wow. playing in Walmart. They're playing tennis, and there was some old bag telling them that they can't do that inside there. Adam. You can't Adam, tell them that they can't play tennis Adam, in there. I'm getting another text here, buddy. Oh, okay. It's from Godzilla. <laughs> What? <laughs> Godzilla? What? It's Godzilla's cousin. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, what does he have to say? <laughs> you were destined to do the third birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. The app went off again. <laughs> It was, I guess they want us to look at some more. Let's take a look at one more. <laughs> well, oh. the, the one right after the tennis, they're oh. they're uh, going down an escalator. Her and uh, two oh. of her friends. I wonder what. I don't. I don't know. I like the one that she's she's teamed up with her friends. She has a lot of videos too. Oh, here's one that she's in the snow again, Adam. Oh, I like that. Running away from. Finish the sentence. <laughs> they must be running away from Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam. <laughs> that was wow. this week's third birthday. That was a landmark one there. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's too much, Adam. Three million followers. Is that really a big night? That's just wow. absolutely crazy. I don't know what to tell you, brother. <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's time for our hashtag, what the for I lost control of the board. Wow. That oh, is insane. And this just keeps playing over and over again. <laughs> Thank you, Emily Knight. Wow. That's Thank incredible. you, Great Britain. Oh. Well, Tommy, what do you like for breakfast? I like, um, I don't know. I like. What uh, is your typical breakfast? My typical breakfast is some cereal, mm. a banana, and the coffee. That's Monday through Friday. Okay. Well, cereal is. A beloved breakfast food. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Now I get the now I get the uh, what is it the healthy kind? But I used to be really big on. The, oh, you get like the fiber one or something like that. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Sticks and twigs. Yes. <laughs> Things to try to move the colon yes, along. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Keeps me regular, uh, well, yes. uh, It is so beloved, yes. Oh, my but God. But one man thought so as well. It is very beloved until he was met with quite the surprise. Wow. Jensen Carp okay. is a guy, and he ate a bowl of his favorite cinnamon toast crunch cereal. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Delicious. When pouring a second bowl, he found something strange. Mm -hmm. Cinnamon-coated shrimp tails inside his cereal bag. Isn't that part of it? (laughs) Upon upon further investigation, he found a length of string resembling dental floss and some dark discolorations on the actual cereal squares. Holy shit, that that sounds like a, a lawsuit coming. He posted his findings on Twitter... And a firestorm of comments and activity commenced. No kidding. A plausible scenario was concocted, whereby perhaps a rodent had nested in the packaging warehouse and brought and his cluster <laughs> and, and of, of brought s- shrimp. His cluster <laughs> of scavenged treasure somehow got mixed into the cereal processor. Okay. They also postulated that the dark spots could also be explained as the rat droppings may have been incorporated into the baking process. Okay. Doesn't that sound delicious? <laughs> So much for a cereal five days a week. He contacted General Mills, the maker of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and they assured him that there could be no cross contamination possible between cereal and seafood. How can they assure (laughs) How can they assure him? They claimed that after further investigation with our team that closely examined the image, it appears to be an accumulation of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when ingredients aren't thoroughly blended. We assure you that there's no possibility of cross-contamination with the shrimp. Now, I'm going to show you a picture of the evidence that he found inside of his Cinnamon Toast Crunch bag. Does that look like a cluster of cinnamon mix, or does that look exactly like a freaking <laughs> shrimp tail? That looks like a shrimp tail and with like, it's coated with like rat duty. Yeah, it's exactly what it looks like, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, he says, okay, well, after further investigation with my eyes, these are cinnamon coated shrimp tails, you weirdos. I wasn't all that mad until you tried to gaslight me. So he had had it out with them over Twitter, back and forth. They, <laughs> they offered him more free General Mills product, which obviously he wasn't in the mood for. <laughs> so, so maybe you need to investigate your uh, cereal boxes. <laughs> Oh God! You never I'll, know. You might, I'll be. I'll be. You doing might have that. some additional will, seafood involved. I will, I will be doing that, Adam. Not, not as gross still as the uh, the uh, cheese uh, that had maggots and uh, the maggot cheese. <laughs> the maggot oh, cheese. that was a good one. <laughs> Thank you for staying away from Asia. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, dude. We're ready. Yeah, we're or, ready. Or is it me? We are ready. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. You gotta excuse me, Adam. You got I'm still I'm <laughs> You're work you're working to hurt. I'm still <laughs> it's the third birthday, still I had, I had working. To, I had to shut that whole thing down. Okay, well, Tommy... I actually learned his name. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Emily Knight. <laughs> For further reference, <laughs> further investigation. Okay, Tommy, we have a couple of sounds here. Okay. I don't know if they'll live up to uh, last week's, but uh, we'll try. Adam, last week's was superb. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It was a treasure to find that... It was a, it was like a gift from the heavens. One of the best things is our 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 sound our recording devices are in the strangest of places. I know, <laughs> but it's good that we get the real deal. Uh, we have a couple of different things here. I'm going to play a sound for you, Tommy. You tell me what you think this sound okay. is. I'm listening. 
What is that? <laughs> Play, it, Play again. it again. Okay. Is it uh, one of those uh, uh, Dixie cups that you tie to the to the bicycle and it hits the spokes? And it oh, makes a noise that oh. it sounds like a motorcycle. Like a playing card that the people used to put in their spokes yeah, and yeah, had that thing going yeah. out? It is not that. Wow. That is actually one of those spring doorstops. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, set yeah, on the yeah, spring. Yeah, to protect your uh, walls. Yes. Now, this was uh, a video that uh, YouTuber, okay. Ali Spagnola, All right. she created a spring doorstop keyboard. And she she arranged a few different uh, of those springs on a keyboard, and I guess they played different sounds. And she made a song. I'm going to play the song for you. You tell me what the song is. Are you ready, Tommy? Are you listening? Are, are, are you are you attentive? I'm ready. Here it is. Iron Man. No. Is correct. It is cor- you're correct with the artist, uh, sort of. It's not Iron Man, but it is Crazy Train. Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy oh, Train. Oh, I couldn't pick it out. You want to you hear it again for yeah, another shot? Me, yeah, let me... Oh, there it is right there. I, I, I. Exactly. That's the part that threw me off, probably. I don't know. If it was... But yes. I thought it was going to go 99 Chess Love Balloons. <laughs> <laughs> No, that is not what it's going to say. Oh, but that was our first sound. That was that was really fun. Now I'm going to play a song here for you. Oh, you still have you still have the third birth. That's why you can't pay attention to anything. You still have the image up from the Lord of the G Strings app. It's the Lord of the is working on its own. <laughs> Tommy, I'm going to play this song. This is "Sugar" by System of a Down. You know this song? No. I saw P.O.D. I was trying to remember. I was confusing now. Okay. Groovy tune. There's the bass. Groovy tune. All this good stuff. Now, there is a cover of this song. And it is covered by Only Animal Sounds. Oh, wow. Interesting. So so we have... uh, we're going to have various dogs and cats, including a husky, a uh, chihuahua. They handle most of the vocals. There's a walrus. There's a feline playing a rubber band that makes the sound of the guitar parts. A frog. A cockatiel handles most of the percussion work. A tiger. A screaming pug. Potbelly pig. And a kangaroo. All contributing for this cover of this song here by System of a Down. Now let's just get to that one. Are you excited? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> here we go. Are you ready? Cockatoos. Cockatoos. <laughs> All right, here we go. There's the cat playing the rubber band. You're the cockatiel beating his beak on there. That's the husky. Are 
awesome. I gotta tell you, it's pretty awesome. That's a screaming pug right there. <laughs> And that, that's our sound of the week. It's the Tommy and Adam hard to name. Not podcast. better. Sound. Not better than Wendy Williams. Not better than last week. It was pretty good. You it's know better, what? You it's know better what, than some of the shit I bring. Do you, in know, <laughs> do you know what's amazing about that? There's there's two things that are amazing about that. Actually, three. Oh, good. Number one, that there's somebody has the time to listen to to actually come up with that shit. Uh, yes, uh, that's incredible. Uh-huh. Number two, that you have the time to go and <laughs> find that and find that shit. And number three, is you come here and talk about. Oh it. yes, so it's everything. We, de- we devote a good section of time for that. <laughs> There's somebody who's <clears throat> who has more time than us, I guess. I must be the target audience for that. You know? Oh my god, no shit. But <laughs> that, I, I thank God for that, dude. Because if not, forget it, man. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Motherfucker. Adam, yes, Tommy. I have something for you. Oh, good. But first, uh oh. But first, I must ask Adam. Uh oh. Okay. Just questions. I have to ask you. Okay. And this is a serious question. Adam. Damn it. Is what? political correctness going too far? <laughs> Imagine you're an astronaut. You depart the Earth in 2021, only to have something go wrong as you pass some kind of time warp. When you land, you realize there's something terribly wrong. The world is ran by a bunch of nincompoops, and the Statue of Liberty has been toppled. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! No? It's not the planet of the apes. It's the offended planet. The statue had to come down because it offended people who didn't enjoy freedom. Oh my God. We finally really did it. You maniacs! You blew it up! Damn you! God damn you all to hell! Now we're stuck on a planet that, thanks to the ongoing fighting amongst fanatical liberals and conservatives, all that is sacredly funny in our society has collapsed. The Tommy and Adam Hart to name podcast Stupid Anthropology Department presents The Change Culture and Their Politically Correct Endangered Species List. What the hell? Oh, I don't think we just stop here. <laughs> such an introduction. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry for having you have to sit through those two minutes of that bullshit. I was caught up with uh, Charles Heston. Oh my god! I think, I think if Charles Heston was alive today, oh, he no. he'd be the one on a rampage. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that dude, but Jesus Almighty, what have we gotten ourselves into uh, now? Um, I don't know. But to answer your question, a recent study found mm-hmm. that eighty percent of Americans have said yes. Mm-hmm. Political correctness has gone too far. Okay. And here where I was stuck with this bullshit <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> Can you really imagine you're an astronaut, astronaut? You go up, you come back down. It has to be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're getting the first taste of it now. Uh-huh. At least when uh, Charlton Heston left the first time was like 1973. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, well, Adam, we have to first define political correctness, okay? Now, okay. according to uh, MW.com, excuse me, MiriamWebster.com, okay. political correctness... Mm-hmm. is conforming to a belief that language and practices which could offend political sensibilities as a matter of sex or race should be eliminated. That's what that means. So anything that has the possibility of offending anybody should not be said, written, whatever. So who in the in the stupid anthropology department that mm-hmm. I didn't even know we had that, but evidently that's a new one. And what's anthropology? Is I was wondering what was going up in that shed back there. <laughs> it's the stupid anthropologists. <laughs> and they're guys who study culture. Is that correct? Right, right, right. So yeah, the body, the entity of uh, this uh, change, this political correctness okay, are none other than the change culture. The change culture. <laughs> yes. Okay. Those are the people that are doing all these things, man. These are the people who have taken, taken out Pepe Le Pew. Okay. And, uh, so the, the change Dr. culture Seuss. means things are established. And the change culture wants to take these established things that might be considered offensive. Don't know if anybody's actually complained about it yet, but if it's maybe offensive, we're getting rid of it. We that's, have a, the, that's the change that's happening. We have a crap load of instances already where this has gone on. Okay. Okay. Check this out. Yes. On the hit list. Okay. They're currently called Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Because we're offended by Easter? Because it has a religious connotation? (laughs) A Seattle school is now calling Easter eggs spring spheres. Oh, no. To avoid insulting those children who do not celebrate Easter. So I guess they must celebrate. Do they get get hurt? Is it a tongue twister saying Easter? They're they're going to sprain their tongue saying Easter? I'm just saying. It's on their calendar. It's still on the calendar, isn't it? Next thing. Okay. Being punctual or being on time. Okay. What's wrong with that? It is currently a thing called do not expect people to be on time. What? And do you know why? No, I have no idea why you can't expect somebody to be on time. There's cultures around the world, they have no sense of time. So they really don't know if they're late or they're early. The lazy cultures? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So so you would be offending those people. (laughs) I shit you not. Clemson University Diversity Benefits for Higher Education Initiative. Okay, these are the people who came up with this. Mm-hmm. These are higher, yes. higher educated people. Yes, mm. which cost the school more than $25,000 said that it is culturally insensitive to expect people to arrive on time. What the hell is wrong with you? Get out of bed, you lazy bastard. You're so goddamn lazy. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> And it was for it was because uh, time may be fluid in some cultures. What if you're a, what if you're a, a an ER nurse or something? I mean, like your shift ends. Well, you're coming from a country that a lot of people die. Uh, apparently, <laughs> my shift's over. I'm out of here. Nobody's here to take my place. Next Screw thing you. on the list, Adam. Mm-hmm. It's earring fashion. Wow. How, how could you say that? And it's white females, by the way. How could you say this? That movement is called White Girl. Take off those hoops. Say what? Bitch, please. Bitch, please. Bitch, please. Bitch, please. Bitch, please. What? Okay. What does this mean? What are we talking about? A Pitzer College resident assistant sent out a campus-wide email declaring that it was unacceptable for white girls to wear hoop earrings. 
because wearing them was culturally offensive to black and brown bodies who typically wear the hooped rings. So who's able to be offended? Could, could a white lady who likes hoop earrings be offended? I don't know what to she, say. She's unable to be offended by this? Whoever came up with this must still be living in the 1980s when they were doing those rap videos with those gigantic... Uh... Bitch, please. Bitch, please. I have no idea what's going on. I'm so confused. I'm letting you know that. <laughs> You know, those salt and pepper gigantic earrings and stuff. I, that's what my guess is on this. I don't know. That is insane. Uh, next thing on the list, nature's gender assignment. Nature's S- yes. gender so assignment. So whatever nature gave you and me yes. as a gender, yes. that's in danger as well. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> <laughs> this is super mind-blowing stuff, dude. Okay, okay, tell me. Tell me. Facebook offers, guess, how many choices you could pick. Oh, for your gender? For your gender. Oh, take a, take I know a, take it a is jab a wild, a wild number. I'm going to say uh, 23. 56. Oh, my. Double God. that, Adam. How could there possibly be? <laughs> <laughs> if you were born as a male, uh-huh. i.e., you're a male, you were born with a penis. Is that correct? That's usually the way it goes. You still identify as a male. You mm-hmm. are called a cisgender male. Likewise, if you were born a woman, does that mean normal male? Yes, like yes, yes. Cis, yes. cisgender. Yes. If you were means. born with a vagina, vagina. He <laughs> likes. <laughs> and you still identify as a woman. You are also a cisgender female. Okay. So you're not just a male or female. You have to slip uh, cisgender. You got to stick the sliss in there. All right. SpongeBob is racist, violent, and whitewashes rampage. In other words, cartoons that we already know that okay. cartoons that are the fictional characters are uh, under fire. Get, no, get rid of it. Yes, I don't like. That's what's next? Leggings? I mean, that's you know, that's <laughs> no, better that, not be. That keeps me awake in the morning as I drive by <laughs> the Genesis gym out there. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, change culture, endangered species list, Adam. What the heck those is are, going on? Those are just you know, that's just a start. None of that made sense to me. You None know, of that. You know, what's this? What's going to be next, Adam? Is it yo mama jokes? Are they going to disappear too? They can't be in existence anymore. But jokes, Adam? Well, I hope not. S- we'd, we'd lose a section of this show. Self-ethnic jokes. I mean, can I, I can't even joke around about being Puerto Rican. Oh, you can't say anything about no, being Puerto Rican. No, no, no. NASCAR fans. Are we, is that going to go away as well? That's the one thing we have to hold dear. We still can make fun of NASCAR fans. Oh, man, Jesus Christ. Please. Now, words in the American lexicon that are on the endangered species list, Adam. Oh, oh we're taking words out now, too? This is very, These are the ones that are endangered right now. They haven't been totally eliminated yet. Okay. Get yourself ready for this. Okay? Oh, my gosh. This is All right. Should I write if, these down? If, if this isn't a mother, I'll give you a copy of this. If this is okay. a, if this isn't a motherfucker, Eddie, I don't know what it is. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Beaver. Wait a minute, it's an animal. What do I say when the, when I see that flat-tailed creature building a dam? Bazooka in plural. What? <laughs> Rod. Rod. Ball. You can't say ball. Sack. Ball sack. Richard. Oh no. Rump. Holy crap, these are all the words we use. Now check this out. Yeah. Cocktail. Peacock. Cockfight. What the hell? What about cockpit? <laughs> no. Member. Jesus. Dong, wang, and ding dong. You can't say any of those? What are you allowed to say? Johnson is also in danger. Johnson and Johnson? <laughs> Willie, the shot that you got. <laughs> Shaft. Uh huh. Wiener missile tool. Prick joystick, <laughs> Pecker Peter, and Junk. Wow. And Adam, last but not least, uh-huh. the one that's almost totally extinct is Trump. <laughs> oh, my God. 
It's the Tommy Adam Hardening Podcast. At least we still have purple-headed yogurt slinger. <laughs> if they get rid, I mean, that's the problem of getting rid of Trump. I'm telling you right now, we've never gotten rid of them. It's out of control. <laughs> They're coming for everything. They're coming for everything, Adam. I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do. Wow, and that was the motherfucker. That was a one. disconcerting we, list. We should have kept. Oh it. my god, we should have just kept it with the intro. <laughs> Should I play that again? No. <laughs> play, play, the, play the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Adam. That was that was amazing. Isn't that wild. I can't believe that that's real stuff. That they're really trying to take all that stuff away from us. I wouldn't make that up, dude. They're taking our members. It's time for us to get the hell out of here. <laughs> the rock pick. The Good rock. Time. The rock pit is awaiting me. <laughs> oh no, that's bad times. <laughs> Little Stonehenge. Adam, what do I got? Good times, bad times? What do you got? Mm, I think I have the bad times. You got the bad times? Yeah, I think so. Shoot. Let's see. What do we have? Well, there is a lady who appeared at an ER. She had a problem. She was crying tears of blood. Wow. This sounds like something that you don't want. But was she like in the Guadalupe or something like that? You you think it'd be one of those like stigmata type things or something. But when the 25 year old. Did you get this off of Univision? Uh. Live science. Almost. It's a real thing. Almost. (laughs) Um, When the 25-year-old visited an emergency room with bloody tears oozing from both eyes, it was her second such episode in the past two months. Wow. Doctors were a bit confused. Blood tears are a rare condition known as hemochoria, and it could have different causes. In this woman's case, however, her eyes had no other problems. And it coincided with her menstrual period. Oh, wow. So her menstruation kicked off extra bleeding out of the eye sockets. That has to be horrible. Yeah, that can be terrible, right? Running around with two cotex in your eyes. (laughs) So uh, she had to have some sort of trauma, lesion, inflammation, something to correspond with the the menstruation. Stop poking the bear. To to uh, to have this actually to occur, so actually she's in no trouble. She will be fine, but uh, it, it was a really spooky thing and very scary for her. Wow. It was bad times when you're times bleeding out of your eyeballs. Man. Adam, I got good times for rock oh, and rollers, man. Thank goodness we need good times. It's better than that bleeding. Does it involve blood? No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, okay, well, it has to do with death, but it's a good part oh, of death. That doesn't sound like good times. Yes, check this out. Unsurprisingly, badass Lemmy. Killmeister Adam. Yeah. The late Motorhead Motorhead icon, yes, Mm -hmm. had requested that his ashes be sent to his close friends. Okay. Ashes to his his close friends? Yes. Guess what? And guess in what are these ashes going to be delivered? Uh, In some sort of a a decorative vessel, an urn of some sort? It's a vessel, all right. It's not an urn. It's not an urn. Bullets, Adam. Bullets. (laughs) What? Oh. Yes. That is badass. The very metal gesture. That shared by host of NTV's Headbangers Ball, uh, Ricky Ratman, who posted a photo of the bullet case with Lemmy on the side. Before his death, Lemmy asked for his ashes to be put in some bullets and handed out to his closest friends, Ricky said. Today, I received a bullet and literally brought me to tears. That's insane. Yes. The man behind the myths. The tribute to my friend Lemmy. What? A great... That's what the bullet's read. That's the actual description on the bullet. What a great token. Okay, you could have your... You could have cremation. 
you can have your ashes spread at some site. But this is incredible. You put your, you put your ashes, a certain percentage of them, in a series of bullets. Oh, this is fantastic. I love this idea. That's right. And you give them to people. And that is a token. That is a keepsake. That is something that you're going to talk about. That's not just something that you're going to see on the on the mantle and you say, oh, sorry, sorry for your loss on this. You're going to say, that is badass. I love it. It's awesome, man. We need to develop something. Next week, <laughs> we need to have the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, our own vessel <laughs> that we're, we're going to construct to put our ashes in, and it'll be given away to a listener <laughs> by a contest. Is it going to be one of those butt flasks or something, <laughs> something like that? <laughs> Let me touch all of our lives in a way I don't think any of us could ever forget. Mm. But with these ashes, you keep not only the memories you have, you keep Lemmy with you forever. Well, or until you die. <laughs> That's great. He was it. Lemmy. He played rock and roll. Do not forget him, Adam. No, you can't. And that was some damn good time. As long man. as you have that bullet, there's no way. That's what I'm talking good about. Good times, bad times. Thanks for bailing me out. <laughs> that was a good one. I love that yeah, idea, though. It was pretty though. good, wasn't it? Oh, my God. That's so much better than being thrown on the ground or spread somewhere. I love it. <laughs> well, spread? Oh, we're going back to uh, Emily Knight. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't quite the spread. Uh, Tommy, do you have anything else? Uh, no, Adam, I do not. Oh, no. Not today, man. Okay. As always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep in mind, life is not that serious it is not again search for the keywords the tommy and adam hard to name podcast listen on spotify apple podcast app Castbox, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming activate the notification icon to be <laughs> notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy i'm adam tate and i am tommy martinez <laughs> and you are listening to tommy and adam hard to name podcast remember to always play it often play it loud but play it Today, we'll leave you with the Wilson sisters and their band Heart, Barracuda. Hard to Name podcast is produced by Dadecoa Promotions. Yeah, which are the cancers? Dadecoa Promotion. March the 27th, 2021. Tommy, I can only do it if I play this little piece. Adam, play it! Vagina. Take your stinky paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Bitch, please. Bitch, please.